What's going on, everybody? I am recapping week seven of high school football on here today, which means it's the week of St. John Bosco versus Modern Day, the biggest game in the entire country. So along with recapping this amazing game, I'm covering Mission Viejo versus Helix, Long Beach Poly versus Woodrow Wilson, Edison versus Newport Harbor, and Santa Margarita versus J. Sarah. It's a great slate today, so without further ado, let's dive right into it. Oh, that's big. Oh, let's go. 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 Welcome to my high school football podcast. I'm talking SoCal football. The performances you need to know about the best things I saw on Friday night. So it is only fitting to start with modern day versus St. John Bosco. As I mentioned, this is the biggest game of the year so far. This modern day and Bosco game went how I was anticipating it to go, and that was actually low scoring. It's easy to look at these games and think it's going to be a shootout with all the offensive superpower that we love to talk about and that both programs have. But along with the offense, both of these programs also possess elite defensive talent and defensive units, and the defenses stepped up on Friday night. At the end of the first half, the only score in the game was an Elijah Brown rushing touchdown, which put Modern Day up 7-0 in the second quarter. Late in the third quarter, Bosco got on the board and tied up the game with Cameron Jones' rushing touchdown. After Jones' rushing touchdown, Modern Day was able to get three on the board early in the fourth quarter to make it 10-7 Modern Day. So as I mentioned, low scoring. We're at 10-7 in the fourth quarter. This was not the offensive fireworks that many were anticipating in this one. On the ensuing possession after Modern Day went up 10-7, Zeus Vengas had a huge sack that helped force Bosco to a three and out. And when Modern Day got the ball back, they scored on a Jordan Davidson 38-yard touchdown run after taking four and a half minutes off the clock. Davidson's score came with a minute and one second left in the game, and this put the Monarchs up 17-7, which was the final score on the night. The modern day defense was able to shut out Bosco's offense, who was averaging 48.5 points per game heading into this contest. Safety Jelani Davis led the team with 13 tackles. Zeus Vengas recorded two sacks on the night. RJ Finiganofo and Christian Pitero both had a sack, and Xavier Brown and Darius Dixon both had interceptions in this game. Modern-day quarterback Elijah Brown has still yet to lose a high school football game as a starter, and he is now 24-0 in his high school career. For St. John Bosco, this game was definitely one that was injury-riddled for them. Quarterback Pierce Clarkson, along with wide receiver DeAndre Moore and safety Ty Lee, were all unable to finish the game, and Chauncey Sylvester, a running back for Bosco, was inactive from the start. There is a lot of anticipation that these two teams will meet again in the CIF Southern Section Championship game, so I'm sure Bosco is going to be extremely motivated to get another crack at taking down Modern Day 
later on. However, for the time being, the modern-day Monarchs are the undisputed number one team in the nation after taking down St. John Bosco 17-7. So again, biggest game in the country, and it didn't disappoint. Modern Day won. I had thought Modern Day was going to win this game 17-7. They got the job done. So now we're moving on to some other games from Week 7, and we're going to start with Mission Viejo versus Helix. In this game, Caden Simons, a quarterback for Mission Viejo and Ball State commit, finished the night with five total touchdowns, one rushing and four passing. KJ Reed and Mikey Matthews both caught two touchdowns apiece, and Mikey Matthews also ran in a score as Mission took down Helix 55-27. This was powered by a big second half. The game was close at the end of the first half, but Mission dominated the second half, giving them a 55-27 victory. When we look at Long Beach Poly versus Woodrow Wilson, this one featured some fireworks for the Jackrabbits as quarterback Darius Curry had five touchdown passes all in the first half. Luke Bugs, Jason Robinson, Jordan Malaulu, Charles Clinton III, Ikanasio Mikaile were the recipients of these five touchdown passes from Darius Curry. Also in this game, Polly had five rushing touchdowns, two from Karan Green, one from Colin Powell, one from Jesus Jones, and one from Omar Stokely. And the Long Beach Poly Jackrabbits ended the night with 70 points, and Woodrow Wilson ended the night with zero. So a dominating victory for Long Beach Poly, who has continued a dominant season so far through the first seven weeks of the season. Now moving on to Edison versus Newport Harbor. Against Newport Harbor, the explosive Edison Chargers offense was on full display. Quarterback Parker Wad went 13 of 14 on the night with 311 yards and three touchdowns. Now that's good for 24 yards per completion. Awad threw touchdowns of 88, 61, and 30 yards. Ashton Hurley, who ended the night with 191 total receiving yards, caught the 88-yarder and the 30-yard touchdown pass from Awad. And Mason York was a recipient on the 61-yard touchdown pass. Another guy I have talked about a lot on this series is Carter Hogue, and he had a major impact on this game on both sides of the ball for the Edison Chargers. In the third quarter, Carter picked off Newport Harbor and returned the pick for 79 yards, which set up a rushing touchdown of his own on that same drive. Carter also had a 59-yard touchdown run later in the quarter. Edison will now take on Los Alamitos this coming Thursday, October 13th, and the winner of this matchup will have sole possession of first place in the Sunset League, and all signs point to the winner of this game being crowned the Sunset League champion at the end of the season, so I'm definitely looking forward to this game this week on Thursday night. The last game I'm covering for this episode right here is a Trinity League battle between Santa Margarita and Jay Sarah. This was another thrilling Trinity League game. SM and Jay Sarah went down to the wire in this one. The game featured some highlight plays from Santa Margarita, who narrowly won this one 29-28. SM quarterback Jackson Potter threw for 393 yards and two passing touchdowns. Emmett Mosley finished the night with 14 receptions for 156 yards and two scores. Tara Nash scored on a one-yard rushing touchdown to cap off what was a 60-yard drive for the Eagles with nine minutes left to go in the game. After the touchdown, SM went for two, and Jackson Potter hit Kyle Brody 
to put SM up 29 to 28. This decision was a huge one for SM as the scoring was silent the rest of the game, making their two-point decision a game-winning one. The SM defense came up huge in this game with Jacob Bauer recording an interception, and Bauer himself, along with Donovan Camestro and Blake Wilson, all recorded 10-plus tackles on the night. So those are the games I'm covering this week, and now we're going to break into my Sean's Take Players of the Week, and I'm going to start with Mikey Matthews from Mission Viejo, the wide receiver who had two receiving touchdowns and a rushing touchdown in Mission's 55-27 win over Helix. Mikey, congrats on what's been an amazing season for you and the Diablos. I'm looking forward to next week and watching you guys the rest of the way this season. And my next two Sean's Take Players of the Week are both from Edison, and that would be quarterback Parker Wad and wide receiver Ashton Hurley. Awad, again, was insanely efficient, going 13 of 14 for 311 yards and three touchdowns, and Hurley was responsible for 191 of those yards and also caught two touchdowns on the night. So congrats, guys. Congrats, Edison, for another big win, and good luck against Los Alamitos on Thursday night. And with that, we've wrapped up week seven of Southern California high school football. And now we'll be looking forward to week eight. And as always, I'll see you guys back here next Sunday. But first, I'll see you once again on Thursday morning for some NFL talk. Thanks for listening to the Sean's Take podcast. And make sure to join Sean's Take on social media for more unique and exclusive content by following at Sean's Take on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.